So, you know, we used to have a segment on the podcast, What is Ryan Love? Eating for what? Breakfast Today? <laughs> oh, yeah, we did. did you, you're eating waffles, Ryan? Uh, and waffles is not the name of your cat, right? Uh, no, he's gone. Okay, all right. So you are oh, you ate him last week? Or? Uh, I ate him last night. Okay, <laughs> which uh, ego? Why? Yeah, I mean, I would like let go my ego, and uh, that's that was his last words. That was his last words, not yours. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so you yeah. ate your. So you yeah. ate a talking yeah. cat yeah. named Waffles. Yeah, yeah. FYI, oh, uh, if you always wondered, like, made. what? You just brought up the greatest movie ever made. What? E- oh, a movie talking called- cat. Oh, oh, god damn it! Um, <laughs> no, the uh, name of the movie is a talking cat. Yeah, Wait, with a, well, with okay, a, okay, with a question mark and an exclamation point. And so it's like you see, like bang, a talking. You, you see, yeah. So you have to say a talking cat. <laughs> <laughs> okay, every time. Okay, we're about to talk about this movie, but every time we do, we have to say it with that inflection. So yes. I'm sorry. How, how old is a talking cat? Um, a talking cat is not super old. Um, yeah, it's I, 2010s I think it's, maybe. Yeah, yeah. It's like less than a, less than a dozen years. Um, and it's not. We're not talking about Garfield. Like that's not the subtitle of a Garfield movie. No, uh, not yet. It, his voice kind of sounds like they were going for a talking cat kind of. Oh wait, he's voiced yeah. by Eric Roberts. Yeah, because Eric Roberts <laughs> will do literally everything you ask him. Hey, I mean, if it pays, I'm sure Eric Roberts is. is I can't uh, imagine this well movie financially very much. I mean, they could have been like, "Well, you know what, Eric? Uh, we can only give you like a couple hundred dollars, but on your resume, you could say you played the title creature in a talking cat." <laughs> I love, I love that you went with a couple hundred dollars. They're just like, they're just like, "Yeah, we've got a, a Western Union check for two hundred and thirty-seven dollars. Will you do this entire feature-length uh, movie?" If you watch the movie, really, he probably could have banged it out in twenty to thirty minutes, like his entire <laughs> performance. Okay, so what's I, okay, so first of all, I'm learning about a talking cat. <laughs> Secondly, you both have seen this movie and are clearly familiar with it. Yes, uh, I it, watched it upon Ryan's recommendation. Yeah, it's okay. uh, it's not very good. <laughs> um, oh, uh, you, really. Really, you, you had to you had to throw your movie review in there as if I probably couldn't surmise that. Uh, well, you know what? You never know. Sometimes you get something that's so bad it's good. Well, yeah, yeah. Sure. Uh, okay. I, I will say, as shitty as it is, it does not have the you know birdemic avalanche shark kind of. Oh, look, we're making a terrible movie. Okay, like, so it's not yeah. it's it's not aiming for that. It's not. It's genu- of- it's genuinely bad. Okay, yeah. it doesn't know what it is. It's yeah. it's like when we watched uh, the fucking twenty twenty five or whatever the hell it was. Yeah, where it was like just like a genuinely bad. Movie. It looks okay. like they had okay. the same cinematographer. They tried real hard. <laughs> I, so what- I I think a talking cat was better than that movie. <laughs> was uh, so uh, was the talking cat. Uh, was that like? Did they animate the mouth, or was it just like uh, uh still like like just like cat, homeward, homeward bound? Or what's what's a movie where they make the the animal's mouth move? Uh, Babe. Yeah, yeah. Was it no, Babe or Homeward it, Bound? It was like if they just discovered Babe the other day, and they're like, "We can do this too." And they're like, "Oh shit, this requires time." And, Honestly, uh, yeah, it's funny they said. I'm pretty sure there's like a scene. Where his mouth moves for a second. 
Wait, yeah. what? And then they just abandon that? Then they just abandon it. Yeah. Honestly, fuck? <laughs> honestly, it would have been better if they just did like one of those old like late night TV show skits with like the mouth over oh, me, yeah. like <laughs> <laughs> the Conan O'Brien thing. Yeah. yeah. It's just Gilbert Gottfried's voice the entire time. <laughs> or Bobcat Goldwait. Yeah. God damn it. Okay, speaking of bad movies, have y'all seen Elvis? Not yet. Um, I am fascinated by like the reviews that are all over the place for it, but honestly, I don't really care. You know, it was not anywhere close to my radar of a movie that I was planning on watching, but and I haven't heard the the stink about it yet. But now that I know there's a stink, it just blipped real hard on my radar. <laughs> like it's, if, if it's bad, yeah, I'm watching yeah. that so motherfucker did you, now. Did you see it? Will? yes, I watched it last night, and I'm kind of where's with it Vic there. Um, I don't know what service it was on. I think HBO. Um, uh, well, but, thank you very much. <laughs> Stupid <laughs> asshole. <laughs> okay, was was he as good or better than the guy yeah, that played Elvis in the movie? Uh, I will say, if Austin Butler did the singing in it, I don't know. I have not looked that up. I don't know if if he Ryan, did if the he, dub. If, he did do it. No, he did the dub. What's he, he talking? about? Sorry, it's an, I think you should leave reference, but Bozo did the dub. <laughs> Never mind. Anyway, uh, <laughs> if he did the singing in it, it was fantastic. Like, I will say, like, he has an incredible voice. Um, his impression of Elvis, I think, was pretty good. It's kind of like Joaquin Phoenix's Johnny Cash, where they're trying to really get the characteristics versus like the timber and the tone, you know, like, like spot on, if that makes sense. Um, the, it's a Boz Lerman movie. So it is literally, he was like, what proto, else did he do? He did Moulin Rouge, Romeo okay. and Juliet. Um, didn't he do the great Gatsby that came out with, uh, I Leonardo think, DiCaprio? I think so. Yeah. yeah. I don't, I I just this one was almost incomprehensible though. I feel like those other movies there's like uh, I don't know like I could follow this one was such a fever dream and it was edited like a TikTok is like the best <laughs> you, way you I said that about it. something else before that we talked about it was edited uh, like a TikTok that might just be a trend that is happening I, I, I think it is I think it is I, th- I think it's like an attention span thing but god damn was Tom Hanks awful in this movie <laughs> <laughs> like and, and it it's what one was of those Tom things Hanks's role so Tom Hanks was Colonel Tom Parker and Tom Parker, I don't know if you're familiar with Elvis's career. Tom Parker was basically his manager his entire career. Kind of like got Elvis from uh uh Sam Phillips, signed him to a contract, milked him, milked his finances for the longest time, took like half of his earnings, and then when they tried to go their separate ways, according to the movie, I don't know how accurate this part is, but like when they, when Elvis tried to fire him, he like presented him with a bill for like $8 million that would have taken his, like all of his money. Did he um, sing it? Uh, no, he did not. <laughs> but Tom Parker was a, a, in the movie. They say he's from Holland. So Tom <laughs> Hanks is like doing this shit, but, but, Tom Parker claims he's from West Virginia. And so there's this whole like storyline in the movie where Elvis can't do a world tour be or like Tom Parker keeps talking him out of touring around the world 
because Tom Parker is like here illegally and he doesn't have a passport. So he like prevents Elvis from doing the world tour that he could have and making like way more money. Um, and so Tom Hanks is basically doing like a gold, uh, what's the character from Austin Powers? Gold member. Gold member. He's like doing a gold member impression the entire time. <laughs> oh God, it's so now, now fucking I have to weird. Watch it. It's it's bizarre. Is I'm it weird? <laughs> it's it's kind of like it, it. He doesn't. I don't think he leans into it that hard. But uh, yes, he talks like this uh, sometimes to Elvis like he's like he 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 says dem instead I, of them like I do every believe word his words when he says he is nothing but the hound dog <laughs> yeah, it's it's that level of kitschiness and it's like we've talked about this before with movies like there are artists there are musicians where if you see them do something that is that you consider to be like you consume whatever pop culture or piece of media they're in or they've created and you think this is really bad, but then you think how good and talented the person who's doing it is and you go, okay, that's a decision. It's not like they tried to go for something and they failed. Like Tom Hanks is one of our best living actors, right? Like I, I think it's pretty like he's up there at least. He did this on purpose. Like, if he wanted to do like a Dutch accent, uh, he could do a Dutch accent, right? But to what end? Why would he tank a role like that? I think I will. I don't. I, I don't I know feel that like he kind of knows he's critic proof anyway. Well, so. I I think he so was he's just going, wagging his dick on camera. I I think he was going for something kitschy because it's fucking Baz Luhrmann. I think he was going for something like over the top and and like cheesy, I like see. playing into this. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. like it felt like okay, there's no way he did this by accident. You're Tom Hanks. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> like it, it doesn't feel like that's possible. So I honestly, like, I got done with the movie and I was like, I don't know how to feel about this at all. I don't know if that was good, if it was bad, if it's also two and a half hours long. Oof. Uh, so it's long as shit. But it is, it, I tell you, there is not a, like, like you're never you never have a chance to get bored with it because it is so fucking rapid fire which is Baz Luhrmann's uh, you know that's his kind of style so uh, anyway will, that's my I, movie review all right well i'd be curious to see about whenever this hits streaming about what you think about babylon uh cuz i feel like that would probably be more up your alley and i feel like that would be uh if you know, you had a movie that also like made sure you never got bored but was legitimately a lot more entertaining kind of knew what it was going for is that uh who is in that movie? That was um uh Brad Pitt, Margot Robbie, um like a huge cast. It it bombed hard unfortunately. Um but it was like this it's from the guy who directed La La Land, which is very peculiar because you look at this and this was very much like him saying like I'm doing whatever the fuck I want. And uh I oh, personally That's right. That's right. Yeah, okay. I personally fucking loved it. It might be my favorite movie from 2022. Um, and mainly I haven't seen a lot, but I was like, man, I was like, this shit's gonna be hard to top because this fucking rocked. <laughs> but I think I've talked about that movie before on here. I, so I, th I feel like I've seen. <sighs> okay, there was a movie that came out recently called Amsterdam, right? Uh, yeah, and uh, I think that bombed pretty hard. That was um, okay. That's da the movie that was David O. Russell who was who did that. Oh, one. Okay, I was thinking Amsterdam was Babylon. 
uh no like i heard amsterdam is fucking terrible <laughs> yeah yeah i don't i don't know I wonder if, if they could have gotten tom hanks to be not. in that movie too what doing, have doing the same character yeah probably <laughs> <laughs> oh man all right like, anyway like, i never i never i never died I'm they could have gotten tom holland to be in it <laughs> the entire time you kept talking about two different people named Tom and saying Holland over and over again. I was like, my brain is just saying, screaming Tom Holland at me, it's and I can't early. hear a word you're saying. It's too I mean, early for that shit. Yeah, I'd be kind of wondering, maybe be meant for, for a female actor, but there ain't no Holland back girl. Mm. <laughs> yeah. Downvote down it. Did you down, miss me? That shit. <laughs> <laughs> you can All right, miss how, me with that joke. How's everybody's uh, week, man? It's been okay. Yeah. Uh, I mean, mostly just working on my end. Um, but um, slight spoiler here, I'm going to be making a trip uh, in July to Italy. Fuck so, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Going, yeah, to the, I'm, going to the Vatican? Uh, with a pair of matches, absolutely. <laughs> just, you might need more than just the pair. Yeah. A pair of matches, just two single matches. <laughs> like, not a match book, not a pair of match books. But uh, Ryan, that's quite the plan you got, bud. Yeah. What's well, the occasion? Uh, my stepbrother just uh, was like, "We're gonna go to Italy." I was like, "Cool." And, are you gonna uh, Are you gonna eat spaghetti? Uh, yes, I am planning to eat spaghetti. No, no, okay. he's not gonna eat. Spaghetti. He's gonna eat spaghetti. <laughs> I'm gonna spaghetti. eat spaghetti. Um, <laughs> what? Okay, so um, no, really, read... there, is, there is no real like reason as to why. I mean, like okay, my step my stepbrother, my stepbrother just has these like spontaneous, like you know, hey, fuck it, type of uh, attitudes. That's gonna be like the be whole, nice. yeah, the whole family is gonna go uh, over there. And is this uh, the is this the guy that invested in Liquid Death? Yes. Okay. So th- is this Liquid Death money that's taking <laughs> you to Italy? <laughs> liquid Death brings liquid life. So uh, <laughs> maybe. Uh, no, I mean, he's, he's pretty well off. I'll definitely say that, but, uh, but either way, I'm pretty fucking stoked. Um, I'm stoked on going to sightseeing, eating food, um, having my way with beautiful women who probably (laughs) are going to have, uh, better viewpoints than those in america at least those who aren't fucking marching uh, on a, like the birthplace of fascism I'd watch yeah that uh, <laughs> uh, they just Sent, recently thanks, killington they just voted <laughs> mussolini's granddaughter into yeah, uh, right. uh some an unabashed power. fascist yeah oh yeah. no well uh brett if you're listening can i just go to like the uk instead oh that's no better listen at least shut up um, <laughs> <laughs> go hang out with boris johnson over there so what's what uh, what are you looking forward to seeing the most over there in italy um honestly anything i mean i anything just, literally anything i i literally would say like probably mcdonald's <laughs> do that you think they have spaghetti at the you know what's funny there? i was about to say i would <laughs> I, be interested to see I, what they have i at think McDonald's. they would too I know that there's a couple of people that follow online who will show you like what the like fast food menus are overseas, and it's like, man, they do get some really weird shit over there. They um, they do. I saw. Uh, I think it was fake. Somebody posted a. Oh no, wait. I was. It was a poster for a German Burger King, and the options that they had over there. And I, at first, I was like, man, this is weird. And the more I read, it, I was like, this has got to be fake. I think I'm, I was getting fooled <laughs> online. We went know, to uh, we went to McDonald's in Amsterdam. Uh, oh, what they have? So weed? they d- did they, they sell weed there? 
No, that would have been cool. <laughs> but they did next door, like you know, you didn't right. have to walk far. It was like <laughs> instead of a instead of a KFC Taco Bell, they have a dispensary McDonald's in Amsterdam. <laughs> I can't smart. believe they don't do that. I think there might be a legal reason they don't because Probably. why would it's you like not a corporate do that? thing? Yeah, exactly. But uh, they did have shrimp and shrimp. Uh, yeah. They had shrimp at the yep. McDonald's in Amsterdam. <laughs> yep. Holy and, shit. Uh, they had different sauces, you know, like in Amsterdam, if you get French fries, there's like 10 different kinds of sauces that you can get with your French right. fries. Right. So they had all the sauces. And if you get a cheeseburger, the beef patty is like not like an American cheeseburger. It has more like a seasoned, like sausage y kind of flavor. Okay. Ooh. All right. So like some peppers thrown in there, some kind of like something like that. Yeah. Red pepper flakes. So they or actually something. care about making the food. It, ah. it gives the illusion, at least. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. They doctor it up. They doctor it up for sure. Um, okay, we got so much to talk about, guys. Do we really? Not really, but <laughs> I've, I've got a lot of I, topics. Yeah, okay. you always bring something interesting. So, so um, here's here's my list of topics, and you guys choose what you want to talk about. Um, well, but before we move on, do you want to hear some? Uh, Italy McDonald's menu items. Oh, please. Uh, yes, <laughs> I'm sorry. Do. I'm sorry, yeah. 100%. Uh, let's see. Mozzarella and tomato pockets are on there. <laughs> what? They have hot pockets? <laughs> they have chicken wings. Okay, hell yeah. They have ham and cheese. We have a Nutella McCrunchy bread, which is like a... Uh, oh, that sounds good as fuck. It's yeah, like it a, a egg McMuffin or whatever, but with Nutella on it. Jesus oh. Christ. And the egg and cheese? No, no, no. It's uh. just the. It's an English muffin, I should <laughs> okay, say. Okay, uh, with Nutella. Oh uh, man, cheese and bacon fries too. Oh god damn, <laughs> man, we're fucking up, America. We gotta die quicker. Yeah, seriously. <laughs> so we can go um, to heaven and get them cheese and bacon fries yeah. from Italian heaven. <laughs> All right, here's here's some topics I have this week. Pickleball. Joker is pregnant. <laughs> the the Nuki VHS oh, uh, stunt. I would the, so love the to talk w, about that. The WWE purchase uh, whole thing with yeah. involving the the WWE uh, purchase hole. What is this promotion about? The whole yeah, the purchase <laughs> hole. Uh, mo- let's see. Favorite fan theory or Jason Whitlock's uh, tortured Game of Thrones analogy to the Daily Wire. So I guess George Santos is DQ'd this week, huh? Uh, we could talk about George Santos. I uh, just not, it's, this is my goddamn list. Okay. <laughs> if you would update yours, you would have put George Santos and we could have talked about no, it. One billion questions, because I don't know what the fuck any of all of that means. Okay. Start with the first one. What was the first one? Uh, Joker is pregnant. There was one before that. Uh, pickleball. Yeah, what about pickleball? Okay, have y'all played pickleball before? It's I like don't croquet, think I right? have. Uh, I don't know what croquet is. Oh wait, the croquet is like the wooden mallets and the little like lawn things. Yeah. No, it's like tennis. Oh. It's like it's like a giant ping pong or a small tennis. Okay, like a, a smaller tennis. It is so much fun, and I have officially entered into old age because I now <laughs> am playing pickleball and wearing Crocs around my house. <laughs> <laughs> and it dawned on me that I was like, this is it. This is it. I'm making my transition. Uh, I've got, I ordered some uh, Croc brands, like, kind of like sneakers. Do you get some gibbets? 
Some ge- oh the little decorative <laughs> yeah. things no I did not get any of those <laughs> but uh, I've got some actually I've got some off brand like the the normal croc looking slide things they help my back so much when oh, I get sure. home yeah. I put those things on and it's like standing I on like one of those you haven't pads. graduated the point of wearing them in public it's oh no, like. no 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 <laughs> absolutely not I've not completely given up on life. <laughs> Baby uh, steps. I, I yeah, baby steps. I'll baby get there steps eventually. I'll get there eventually. I'll I will I will go to like I'll Tammy will be like, Hey, can you pick up this prescription from you know for from the pharmacy before it closes? And I will not be wearing shoes and I will look at my shoes with laces and I'll look at my crocs and I'll look at the shoes with laces and I'll look at the ones with the crocs and then I'll put the crocs on and I'll shuffle off and then I will fully I will fully be there you will but I have shuffle not done off that yet. one step off yeah, of this mortal uh, coil off of this mortal <laughs> coil exactly um so yeah I've I've got crocs they're fucking amazing oh and they're fake crocs by the way they're not they're like some off brand uh but it's it similar yeah, Crocs. <laughs> Gators. So yeah, that's got so their Crocs of shit. <laughs> yeah, exactly. They're Crocs of shit. 100%. Uh, how good of an idea do you think it would be to make Beard of Antlers gibbets? <laughs> <laughs> I don't think a good idea at all, but it would be funny. Like, yeah, those hey, are, man, those you, are two you, very different things. Hey, man, <laughs> you, you never know. Good, good ideas and funny ideas often do not overlap at all. <laughs> But I, I encourage, I think we should make yeah, them. Yeah, we should. Um, 100%. Do that. I mean, I still think the best, like, bit of merch I, I ever saw was um, this uh, Japanese death doom band called Coffins had a 7-inch that came with a barf bag inside. <laughs> <laughs> What the fuck? <laughs> that, man, that's a, that's a funny gimmick, and it's super cheap to make. And um, this uh, other Japanese band I saw that played at Maryland Death Fest, um, their name is pretty long, but it's flatitious idiosyncrasy in the dilapidation. Um, an all an all female grind band. And Ryan, I hate you so much right now. <laughs> the fact that can you I? can recall that, but week to week you have no idea what's going on with any of our like current events. Like, but you can recall that in a it's fucking selective mental aptitude. Is, I love it this, is, actually. You hey, are the worst. Hey man, I ch- I choose to focus on things that make me happy. Okay, yeah, fair, right? but, fair enough. But, I can't argue with that um, at all. And, porn. and dystopian but, flatulent ineptitude <laughs> makes you happy. Yes. Well, either way, when they played, they actually for merch, they brought their own handmade manga on on with them on tour. That handmade, was all about their, like they drew it with a pencil. Like they, pe- like they like they drew it and t- and like wrote it, and it was all about their journey to America to come play this festival. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> what kind of turnaround? Was there on the, pr- you know, from the publisher or whatever? I think like, it was self-published. The, <laughs> I'm, I'm just thinking, the, like, so they were on tour in America, and they had already written the story and drawn it and yeah. got it published? How, how, did, how much did Penguin get on the cut? <laughs> uh, good question. Um, I'm impressed is what I'm saying. Like, that's a, that's a quick... Uh, assuming it's based on, uh, you know, true events, did they just make up the, wait, was this fiction or nonfiction? Um, this was a little bit of both. Okay. Okay. All right. So they could um, fudge things. Okay. So that was pickleball. What was the next okay, one? Yes. So <laughs> just, just to reiterate, pickleball is really fucking fun. Gotcha. And it's like, it's like I said, it's like oversized ping pong and undersized tennis. So you're moving, you're getting exercise, but you're not, it's not fucking tennis, you know? <laughs> like, Man, at the YMCA, to, great you, to go to the gym, you walk past all the places where they're 
it's just like a little room with a clear door on it and there's all these games that you can play but mm-hmm. i watch them play handball where they throw the against the wall you know yeah yeah, yeah. that shit looks like fun as fuck yeah yeah, yeah. All, the racquetball and the racquetball ha- looks fun too yeah handball all that shit looks great the only thing i know about pickleball um is from a few other people i know who play it and they do tell me it is really fun but it's not quite as sweet as cucumber ball <laughs> Yeah, just just let it sit. Yeah, let it sit. hit me up when they do pickled okra ball, and then we'll talk. Yeah, I got I got some melon ball in the fridge right now. <laughs> a pickle ball. <laughs> anyway, all right. So that was pickleball. Okay. Then the next topic I have is Joker is pregnant. What does that mean? So I'm going to need Ryan's uh, assistance on this because I know he knows exactly what I'm talking about. So I could be Buzz Killington explain as to what actually is going on in that. But uh, the comics community has been losing their mind. Shocker, I know. Um, over an image in a recent Batman comic uh, involving a picture of the Joker seemingly pregnant. I mean, not seemingly pre- Like, he's carrying... A like child he, yeah a child quote. and and he's in there's an image of him like in the stirrups at the obgyn like fully pregnant so and they're, they're doing the junior plot line uh, kind of kind of i think so <laughs> right explain the actual like premise behind it because aaron piner at work uh, Aaron and, and Johnny explained this, but I, I forget the exact yeah. details. Well, I haven't actually read the issue itself, um, but I know the But concept, you know the gist, right? Yeah, I know the gist of it. Um, something happens with uh, the Joker, like, seemingly like, I think, like, waking up and finding out he's <clears> pregnant, <throat> um, and of course making a couple little quips, you know, as he does. He, he's, he's he a makes clown. advances. He makes advances on the magician uh zatanna zatanna right and yeah. then she rebuffs him and that doesn't she like cast a spell on him to yeah. make him pregnant that is that is true um okay. yeah, oh, okay. it's like that stephen king movie pregnant yes <laughs> yeah <laughs> don't so, give him ideas <laughs> he gets pregnant and uh but i believe what it's is frangent <laughs> what is what is he what is he actually pregnant with um i think if i remember correctly i think it was like a bomb or something like that i think he was okay. actually like yeah because so it wasn't people, very popular um <laughs> i don't know <laughs> <laughs> so yeah so so joker but of course people that uh, are just reacting to the image that was shared are immediately knee-jerk reacting to DC has gone woke, men can't get pregnant. Of course. Uh, that, that's Man, the, you can't fucking drop a pen anymore. You <laughs> like, fucking they're you woke really now. Uh, the best example of this, uh, to tie this into terminal... Uh, and no, offense, no offense to any boomers that listen, but like that knee-jerk reactionary boomer brain. Uh, <laughs> Pink Floyd... Oh, recently God, yeah. you know what i'm talking about so, yeah. the 50th anniversary of dark side of the moon they updated the logo on their social media to this five zero and in the zero is what 
It is the spectrum of light. It's the rainbow, right? Coming out of the prism on the cover Co- of the fucking album. <laughs> well, if you know anything about Pink Floyd and you're a fan, you would think you'd recognize one of the most famous album covers of all time, honestly. <laughs> it's like up there with like the Rolling Stones lips. Like it is just synonymous or with Pink classic Floyd's rock. Wish You Were Here. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like it's 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 an amazing classic yeah. image. Or Cannibal Corpse's Undead Cunnilingus. Exactly. You know, We're just like life. same, same, yeah. yeah. Hundred uh, percent, right, right in there, right, same wheelhouse, uh, and people are reacting to the rainbow in the new logo because uh, Pink Floyd's gone woke. It, Pink Floyd's gone woke. The wokes have won again. They've turned, <laughs> they've turned these, uh, you know, seventy-five year old classic rock musicians into, you know, liberal Pink, demon rats. Pink Floyd, more like Rainbow Florence. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I knew y'all were gay. You got pink right in your name. You know, like it's that type of shit. It's just the dumbest. It, it's amazing, honestly. Like it's, it's almost. Again, like you couldn't. That's funnier than what you could write a reaction to if you were writing a scene. You know what I mean? Like, like it would be like that would be that would be stupid. That would be too easy of a joke to write. But yet people are are legitimately reacting to it, and it's pretty fucking incredible. I know a thing that also a while back. I don't know if you remember when they had the whole like uh, Superman is gay thing with uh, DC coming out. Um, so they had a new uh, character introduced in DC comics that, uh, people are like, oh my God, like Superman's back, but now he, he's actually like, he's bisexual or like, you know, and I'm like, the thing is like, first off, it wasn't the actual Superman. It was like his like son from like another universe or something like that is like descendant he just happened to be using the superman name oh that's right okay yeah i think we talked about this one they just shared shared a common ancestor yeah second off who gives a fuck right (laughs) (laughs) the funnier that's the the core of the whole thing yeah yeah it's a fuck the funniest thing to me is that these are aliens and yet (laughs) we're like we we have to make them straight Kids. aliens as if they're like what if on their planet they fuck who and whatever they want and Hell there's yeah. no there's no issues around it. like we can't get out of our minds the idea that yeah, the way uh, our society functions is projected onto every other the in- galactic society in the, the, the infinite universe. universe. <laughs> exactly, exactly. Man, this is so silly. Yeah. So stupid. Yeah, because I was going to say, um, and I completely forgot about that until I picked up this DC Comics thing last year that was like their like Pride anniversary thing they do, uh, or like every every like june or july um and i was like oh yeah that is going on and like there was a ton of uh little one shots and they're all about the like other like characters in the universe now represent you know different factions of the lgbtq community um my only complaint about that was i was like i don't know who any of these characters are (laughs) like i was like i'm so fucking lost (laughs) um like i didn't have a problem with the subject matter at all i was just kind of like i was like damn man i'm like i i'm like who is this character and i was like you're referencing shit from like last year that i didn't read and i was like god damn it, i have to spend money now <laughs> yeah that that always feels like i don't like using the phrase virtue signaling but whenever a company or like particularly like with a, a company that has ip uh whenever they do something quote unquote like progressive but it's like with one of their least known characters it's like okay like you you 
didn't really try here. <laughs> like you didn't. Like, you went for the lowest risk. Yeah, exactly. Field. Exactly. It's like it's like when Marvel, you know, the first on-screen acknowledgement of a gay character was in that therapy group in the second, the the very last Avengers movie, where the, they're just sitting in a a circle talking about the people that Thanos snapped and the guy's like, I lost my husband and that's it. And they're like, we got gay people in this universe now. <laughs> yes. We got this giant green, angry dude. We've got uh, Tony Stark who like builds the craziest shit possible. And we, we got, got a guy who likes guys. And finally, we got a gay dude. It's for like, like a second uh, for a split <laughs> yeah. second. Who's no. not actually, he's unnamed completely, you know? <laughs> yeah. And I was going to say, now the writers can be like, I'm going on break. Yeah, exactly. Uh, <laughs> clock out. My work here is done for the day. You know, wiping yeah. their hands. Yeah. Uh, all right. So uh, that's Joker is pregnant. Nuki VHS. <laughs> I I adored this. Um, I'm subscribed to their channel. Have been for several hold several on, years. Whoa, 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 whoa. We have. We don't oh, yeah, know. We, who we, they we are. It we don't sounds know like we... you're talking a different language. <laughs> practically. All right. So to Vic, uh, let me let me give the background. Um. So, uh, Red Letter Media. Is yeah, this a, is what you did it all for this, right? The Nuki, yes. No, okay. Yeah, I did I did do all of this for the Nuki. Uh they did all of this for the Nuki. Uh so Red Letter Media in a demonstration as to how manipulative the grading and resale market, collectible market of VHS tapes are. Basically, they were trying to prove a point here. They bought every physical copy of the movie. They didn't Nuki. buy it. It was they were gifted that that thing. Okay, well they they were gifted. Yeah. People, I guess, like people <laughs> sent their copies in, or yeah, they they had a uh, many years ago. They had a, a video uh, breakdown collection. They said we're going to show them all of our VHS movies they have, and most of them are given by people who are fans of the show. And they had like forty copies of the movie Nuki. Okay, so they so. They saved one of them, and I guess they they got it graded or whatever, and and it was graded excellent, whatever the fuck. I w- it was the best they could get out of all yeah. the crappy qualities they had, and a lot exactly. of those ones they showed the actual covers for were in horrible shape. So they destroyed all the other ones. They threw them into a wood chipper. Yeah, they they <laughs> annihilated all the other ones, and then they put their highest graded copy one up for sale on the internet and they're doing what, for to, like a hundred thousand dollars or something something like it was like 90 i think i saw eighty nine thousand dollars, something like that uh they are doing it for charity yeah however. they did like, say I, that it's all going to like saint jude's i believe good i okay. I, 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 w- I will i will give them that uh you know i mean uh, if you hadn't told me about the charity thing, I still, I don't know that I would be mad about it. I mean, you're just playing the fucking dumb game that there is to be played out there, right? I, I, and, and I understand that, that side as well. Then I saw other people were upset because they're like, basically there is so much media, so many movies out there that will never be on a streaming service and the physical copies are all we have. So destroying physical media regardless of the intent regardless of whether it's for charity is a, always a bad idea because well, there's only so many of these copies wait, still left in existence is this then, movie any good then 
the counterpoint no. the <laughs> counterpoint to that counterpoint is it's fucking nuki you don't give a shit about this movie shut the fuck up it's fucking nuki nobody cares yeah, they, and the well, is, they all wish they threw the last one in the wood yeah exactly, and, exactly and they admitted that before they did this they were like we finally sat down and watched the movie because they had had it for years upon years and they were like oh they never, never done it and they never watched it and they said it's fucking terrible <laughs> like it's really really bad they're like it's not even so bad it's funny they said like it's like it's like a bad ripoff of mac and me which is a ripoff of et oh jesus god <laughs> so we're like three layers deep on yeah. imitation yeah and and jay bauman uh one of the guys behind uh red letter media put out a statement on twitter uh, about this whole thing uh, after they were getting some blowback for it. Um, I'll see if I can send a link to y'all about it. Um, but I personally didn't have a problem with it. And they even said, they're like, it's not like we're destroying every copy of Nuki out there. They're like, <laughs> they're like, we might have a lot of copies that were gifted to us by fans. There might yeah, still be one had, on film that they could play yeah. in a theater. The funniest thing that I do, I remember seeing from a comment though, was saying that whoever wins the movie, they should just send the movie back to them as a gift. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, that'd be an expensive ass <laughs> gift. I, mean, I I can't imagine somebody's going to pay ninety thousand dollars for this. I mean, I, you'd be shocked, man. Yeah, I guess Logan Paul has spent money on way dumber <laughs> shit, and it's going uh, to a good cause. Like, I mean, if I yeah, had yeah, that kind true. of shit to throw that's around, true. I'd do it in a heartbeat. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Um, so yeah, that that's kind of again they were trying to make a point uh, in regards to how basically grading vhs and the whole collectible market and stuff is kind of bullshit and i agree with them like it, it is a silly again it's just an invest it's just a way to park your money into something and and hopes that somebody gives you a dollar and one penny more for it so, all right that's yeah, the nuki story how about the next one what you all right next? next one we got the purchase of wwe so i was going to talk about this the other <laughs> week uh and uh we just have not had a chance to get to it but vince is back baby unfortunately vince, vince mcmahon came well, back who owned out it of before retirement. wasn't it like his daughter or something well it wasn't owning he's always owned it but he just wasn't on the board he uh, stepped down yeah, he actually after, stepped down, and the person in charge of the whole thing, uh, well, was it kind of like a joint effort? I believe it was Triple H and Stephanie were kind of like the heir apparents now. But the president was this guy named Nick Khan, who it was. So when Vince stepped down, and he stepped stepped down realistically for all the sexual assault allegations that were coming out against him, um, and then he just recently came back. Uh, because apparently they were saying, like, I believe, like he said, people closer to him were advising him, telling him, like, you really didn't need to do that. Like, you could still come back. It's fine. Right. This whole thing is going to blow over. So now he's back, and Stephanie quit. Stephanie left the company completely. So, but saying a lot when she was basically saying, like, I don't think this is a good idea, and they wanted to. And the rumor is, and this actually has been kind of debunked because there's no official word on it, but it would not be shocking considering their ties and the events that they've done uh, working with the, this uh, government. But they've put on various events um, in conjunction with the Saudi Arabian government. Okay, overseas. so 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 this is what I this is the angle. Yeah, uh, sorry, not the family drama, but this is the angle about the WWE purchase that I want to bring up. So. When Vince came back, there was suddenly all these rumors that the Saudi monetary fund, I forget if that's actually what it's called, 
was the lead in the lead to purchase WWE, and uh, it got the rumors got so strong that Vegas pulled their betting odds over who was going to purchase WWE because that's something that you could bet on. And if Vegas closes down betting, that usually means somebody bet on has who was gonna buy. WWE? You can bet on absolutely everything in Vegas. Yes, absolutely. bet on. You can bet on, you know, presidential candidates uh, years what? out. You can, oh, yeah. Oh, at a, any, like anything. at a casino? At a casino, yeah, yeah absolutely. <laughs> at, at a bookmaker. Um, so, uh, they basically, if they pull betting, they're not going to take anybody else's money because if you know, if, if it gets out who the actual purchaser is going to be, you'll just bet you know, all your money on them. So they closed the, the, the betting, which made it seem like it was a done deal with, you know, the Saudis. Uh, but the, the issue that I wanted to talk about is the fact that apparently WWE has the world's largest wrestling library, like the actual yep. footage and the film. And people were worried that the, and this is, this was their, their points that they were making, not mine necessarily, that the Saudis would basically destroy footage that they don't like, essentially get censoring things, censoring footage that does not fall in line with their values if they become the owner of the world. Basically, the entire history of wrestling is owned by WWE and their libraries. Yeah. So I... Basically, the, this censorship angle of this... Is this a real threat? Has this has anybody ever done this before when purchasing? Like Not that, like, I can recall. Um, I mean, I actually have um, a book out there called "Death of the Territories," which is all about um, how WWF and specifically Vince Jr. kind of slowly took over the wrestling industry by you know eventually getting around to taking all the pick, basically cherry picking all the top stars right. from other promotions. And helping build what became the WWF, like Hulk Hogan, um, Roddy Piper, you know, all, et cetera, et cetera, Randy Savage. Um, and so, like, yeah, so then when that happened, basically the companies were more or less forced to close after a little bit of time. And then he acquired them, acquired all of their footage. Um, WCW is another example. There's a good chance that if this happened, that WCW footage could be completely destroyed. Yeah, that that's that's what's crazy about like all the the Vic. You know, I don't know if you grew up watching Nitro or anything like that, but the uh, I kind of started watching like when when The Rock got real popular when I was in high school is when I started. Okay, it's like late late nineties, early like early two yeah. thousands. Yeah. Uh, well, I, I grew up watching like Monday Night Nitro was was like the biggest thing every week yeah. in wrestling, and WWE owns all of that footage. Like every every episode, they have the the masters essentially. Yeah. Um, and can, it kind of ties uh, in. You can buy NWO shirts again online where they copyright <laughs> WWE on the side. <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly. The uh, it kind of ties in with the Nuki discussion because again, wrestling. destroying the physical like like. We, when we think about making like a digital copy of something, we're like, finally, like everybody has access to this now. It'll be there forever. And we're just relying on these mega corporations to not fuck their cloud computing up. You know what I mean? Or like, like, or, or we're just hoping that there's not a disaster in, in, in capitalism. And that's always a fool's errand, right? <laughs> like that's always a fucking bad idea. 
Another big concern that people were having was that um, one thing WWE has really been uh, very focused on in the past several years is really promoting a healthier, more diverse, and more, um, I guess you could say, more uh, focused uh, women's division. Yeah, that's right. And, that's right. Yeah, um, you know, a lot of a lot of people are, they've actually had women's matches headline WrestleMania now, um, and people were wondering like, well, if this were to happen, like, you know, what happens to that entire division? Like, you yeah, know, like but, the, if if the Saudis buy it, because when they have done matches over there, when they've done pay per views and stuff, yeah. the women weren't allowed to wrestle, right? They were allowed to wrestle for maybe a minute and a half. Um, like I remember one time they had, um, so, I think, so I think arbitrary. The, I think the silly. first time, and they of course had to dress like almost completely, like covering like every inch of their body, save for their head. Damn. There's a foot, there's clip footage online, and I was just like, oh come on, man! It was one of the girls was walking down the entrance way, and you see like out of the corner of her eye, somebody throwing a water bottle at her. Jesus. And I, I was like, fuck off, really? Uh, it's, 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 yeah, a lot of wrestlers like refused to go over there yeah. uh, and wrestle, uh, but the payday was so big that it, uh, a yeah. lot of people said yes, yeah. obviously. Yeah, I know one of the ones that refused to do it was this guy, Sami Zayn, who uh, said, like, I'm absolutely not wrestling over there. He's of Syrian descent, so he's uh, definitely not going over there. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Anyway, that's the WWE topic. Yeah. We cover and, that one. And as of right now, it is just a rumor, albeit like the one that's probably the most likely to occur. Um, and I know another one that I thought was quite amusing because I just was like, God, I hope this happens because the internet would implode. And I get a feeling that a lot of very sort of tribal wrestling fans would uh, jump out of a building would be that Tony <laughs> Khan, the parent owner of All Elite Wrestling, their main competitor, was saying, well, I think we kind of have our eye on it. I don't think we'd mind going and throwing during our name in the bidding war there. And <laughs> I, I like, wonder, I don't, I know they own the <laughs> Jacksonville Jaguars, that family, but I don't know where they get their money from because the purchase price on WWE, w weren't they looking for like seven or $8 billion? Uh, probably even more than that. More than that. God damn. That's fucking wild. All right. Uh, the last topic that I have is, Jason Whitlock's tortured analogy of the Daily Wire using Game of Thrones. Do tell. I, I understood only one thing of that. Which okay, was the, like which is the word analogy. This is just going to be... I just I'm know just, what the Daily Wire is. I don't know okay. I've never uh, heard of Game of Thrones before. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> Alright, so let me pull this up real quick. So, Jason Whitlock is uh, just an terrible opinion haver he's like a sports writer he used to be with espn and he has gone hard right wing he has uh he was with i don't know if you're familiar with clay travis uh just a complete sports shithead he's like the hard right wing of the sports sounds uh, like a country twitter, music singer twitter yeah he kind of does yeah <laughs> it makes sense uh so um are y'all like ready y'all buckle oh, in oh <laughs> yeah this is gonna be this is gonna be bad um Okay, the discord animus and upheaval within the conservative media bubble highlighted by the feud between Steven Crowder and the Daily Wire can best be understood through a Game of Thrones lens, a thread. So okay. are y'all familiar with what happened between Steven Crowder and... I am so disappointed to say that I do not know about this. Oh, and how I don't the fuck, either. How the fuck this is like my shit right Vic, here. Vic, this is... I, I figured this was going to be your topic I this week. I'm really disappointed <laughs> in myself. Man. Obviously, my week has been crazy, so... <laughs> okay, so to give you a little backstory, uh, Steven Crowder 
started ranting and raving about how he got offered a contract and this contract was uh it was it basically somebody tried to purchase a show or ask him to like join their network or you know come over to their company and the basically through context clues people figured out that he was talking about Ben Shapiro and Daily Wire okay uh and he was talking about how exploitative it was and how like you know he like if he didn't produce the amount of shows that they wanted then they could like you know not pay him and if his viewers like basically if his show loses money then he loses money etc cetera, etc cetera. just basically describing a contract, like a <laughs> normal contract that people sign every day, right? And I saw Sam Cedar comment about this. I don't know if you're familiar with Sam Cedar, but he pointed out, uh, dude, if you're acknowledging that contracts can be exploitative, then you're acknowledging your entire worldview of libertarianism that you like, you, you like, uh, think espouse. is the gospel truth, espouse is exploitative like you you're acknowledging that your whole worldview is fucked up you but how could it possibly be that two people signing a contract could possibly be exploitative you're two consenting adults that signed a contract how could that possibly be and if you acknowledge that the contract offered to you is that is exploitative then you're acknowledging that libertarianism is as well. So it was just a funny, like, uh, whoops, I acknowledged that my whole worldview is, is fucking bullshit. So, okay, this is the, this is the thread from Jason Whitlock. Um, oh, by the way, uh, the most important point of people putting this together is that the contract Ben Shapiro offered Steven Crowder was for $50 million for three years. Holy crap. $50 million fucking dollars. So Steven Crowder is like doing his show, bitching about this, this offer talking about how bullshit it was. And it was like slave wages and shit <laughs> like, ba like using that terminology. And even Steven Crowder's fans were like, dude, what the fuck are you talking about? Like even, <laughs> even you saw even like, like people that watch his show every day were like, you, why bitch like how in the fuck are you what are you talking about what was that the uh onion headline about you know like shocker like the worst person you know has a good opinion or something yeah like exactly <laughs> like yeah area man like worst person you know you agree with or some shit all right steven crowder is Littlefinger. he believes chaos <laughs> is a ladder he knows winter war is coming he correctly identified big tech as the white walkers in his mind he uh, it, let me take that again he correctly identified big tech as the White Walkers. In his mind, he gave Jeremy Boring, Ned Stark, great advice. <laughs> Jeremy Boring, as mentioned above, is Lord Eddard Stark, hand to the king of the Daily Wire, Ben Shapiro. <laughs> Jeremy has far more ego than Ned Stark, but in Littlefinger's mind, Jeremy is every bit as naive, thinking he can work with big tech and maintain conservative values. Ben Shapiro is Bran Stark, eventual king of the Six Kingdoms. Ben has unexplained superpowers that allegedly allow him to see into the future, except when it comes to the milk of the poppy vaccine. He also doesn't know how to uh, please a woman. Yes, that's true. <laughs> uh, Winterfell, yeah, and will die a virgin. Winterfell is Israel, a standalone kingdom run by his sister Sansa, Brett Cooper. Uh, real Donald Trump is King Robert Baratheon. Once a great warrior, King Trump has gotten sloppy and more vulnerable than ever to his many enemies and rivals. This goes on for a while, just so you guys know. <laughs> Good God. Real Candace Owens is Cersei Lannister. Stunning, 
conniving and power hungry. Sensing the fall of her political <laughs> husband, Trump, she's devised a plan to empower herself. She's also a C-U-N-T. That's true. <laughs> Matt Walsh is Jamie Lannister, a noble bad guy. <laughs> Walsh and Owens playfully feud over social media to conceal their mutual admiration. God, so he's Kanye. So, Who's Kanye gonna be? I don't. So Candace Owen and Matt Walsh are like brother and sister fuckers. Just so, like in his in his analogy here, and this is fantasy. All, call it what it, it is. Yeah, it, exactly, hundred <laughs> uh, percent. Nicknamed the Drag Queen Slayer. Walsh's true affinity is for protecting the little people, and in parentheses, Tyrion. So Tyrion is the little people. Yeah, little people, a.k.a. children. (laughs) Elon Musk is Tywin Lannister. Musk believes gold wins wars, not soldiers. The great patriarch of social media, a Musk always pays his debts, which is not true because False. Twitter Twitter uh, employees are getting evicted left and right all over the world because he refuses to pay the rent on the uh, properties that Twitter is renting. Seth Dillon is Tyrion Lannister, the imp. Again, this analogy is so fucking bad because he keeps... Applying multiple characters to in his, it's it's why it's so tortured. It's why it's so so ill written. He has used Tyrion multiple times. He used Ben Shapiro multiple times. There are multiple characters in the Game of Thrones universe. Who is the um, who is he? Uh, uh, who's the analogy for uh, Jason Momoa's character? Like the big like Cal Drago. Yeah, uh, I don't know that he gets to Cal Drago. Mm. I'm not sure. Disappointing. So. Seth Dillon is Tyrion Lannister, the imp. The leader of the Babylon Bee camouflages his intelligence with his quick wit. Even Dillon's haters love him. So, uh, so Seth Dillon gets to be Tyrion uh, because he's, uh, I guess he's a big fan of the Babylon Bee. The Babylon Bee is real clever. Uh, Jordan Peterson is oh Varys. Oh my god. A wise sage with an array of sources and information who places protection of the realm above all else. Which is kind of funny because that's not Varys' character at all um, <laughs> uh, in any way. Yeah, isn't he kind of like a servant or whatever? He's he's the uh, so... Does Varys talk like this? <laughs> <laughs> no, he doesn't. But he's... Um, He's a effeminate eunuch who yeah, basically he, he is has kind like of a spies servant. everywhere. Uh, yes, yeah. As far like he's in service to the the king, but right. not like a servant. So I was I was I see what you're saying now. Yes, um, Alex Jones. <laughs> Is Stannis Baratheon, the rightful heir to the conservative throne. Facing character assassination inside a courtroom, Jones (laughs) told the judge, go on, do your duty. Wait, does Stannis kill himself in Game of Thrones, though? Um, no. I can't remember, <laughs> not honestly. <laughs> no, yeah, does again. He, does I, he complain the, about the... The character assassination that Alex Jones does is him is a suicide. Does he complain yeah, about yeah. Uh, chemicals in the water turning dragons gay? <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. I, I, wish he, I wish he had. Uh, Joe Biden is King Joffrey. At 3 a.m., Joffrey's mother destroyed King Robert Baratheon's ballot naming Ned Stark protector of the realm, making Biden president. Weird and sadistic, <laughs> the legitimacy of Biden's rule is questioned. So again, that, so he's, he's trying to use an analogy for Trump having the election stolen, yet in this analogy, Donald Trump is Robert Baratheon. He's not Ned Stark. Again, he's just throwing names around for every single tweet. Uh, 
Alex Stein is Braun, a mercenary for hire who kills while making you laugh. Who's Alex Always Stein? Down. I don't know. I'm not sure. I'm not, not familiar with that name. Uh, I thought Alex Stein was on Family Guy as Lois. <laughs> I don't know. I don't, I don't yeah, know. That, what was that game show where you could win as money or whatever? Oh, Ben Stein? God. All right. Is he dead yet? I have no idea. We're getting uh-huh. derailed here. All right. Uh, all right. Pick it back up right here. Hold on, wait. Alex Stein, I recognize this guy from debates. He debates, like, whether the Earth is flat. Earth, oh, Earth, wait, Earth, he's Earth a flat is 6, Earther? 6,000 years old, I'm pretty sure, yeah. Oh, holy shit. Okay, this, this honestly... The, you could write an entire thesis paper on this this tweet thread. It's it's that bad. Kamala Harris is Ross. Ross slept her way from Winterfell to King's Landing all the way to King Joffrey's bedroom, Ross where she friends? was murdered by bow and arrow. <laughs> Brittany, okay, Brittany Griner. He brings Brittany Griner, the WNBA basketball player, into this. Is Brienne of Tarth, the most heroic, virtuous, selfless, and courageous non-binary person in all of Westeros. Griner ascended to Lord Commander of the Kingsguard after smuggling Hash into the Iron Islands at the behest of Joe Biden. (laughs) Does Brittany Griner identify as non-binary? I don't think so. I'm pretty sure not. Again, it's just... It's you know, just word salad. I don't want to take too far away from this, but I just real quick just want to give you a couple of the debates that Alex Stein has been in. Just yeah, the topics. Yeah, please, please. Yeah. And get, guess which side he's on. Uh, was the moon landing fake? <laughs> is yes. queer theory right? Okay. Which, what does that even mean? Yeah. Creation I, versus the Big Bang. Okay. Uh, are dinosaurs fake? I would imagine Are that dinosaurs fake. I would imagine that Alex Stein is on the side of the moon isn't real. Uh, whether or not he was trying to sleep with AOC, whether who was <laughs> Alex Stein. Wait, he's in a debate about whether he himself debating was trying Alex to... Stein on the AOC Capitol steps viral video. I I'm, I'm, I'm I'll, so I'll, perplexed I'll have by to this. De- I'll have to dive into that one and I bring mean, it back. Please do. Please I will do. say if he's trying to if he's trying to sleep with her, then he does have good taste. But still. All right. Tommy Laren is Lady Marjorie Tyrell. Obsessed oh. with fame, fortune, and power. Lady Marjorie Wait, I mean, who married is? her uh Tommy Laren. Oh, okay. <laughs> I feel like I haven't heard her name in a while. Me me either. Well, me either. I think I'm, she got ousted idea. because she said something pro abortion. And now, I, I, now I she kind of got shunned. I thought maybe she like evolved like a Pokemon into Marjorie Taylor Greene. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Clay Travis is Theon Greyjoy. Abandoned by his political father, Al Gore, Clay became a ward of the Starks, eventually betraying them. Captured, tortured, eunuched, and renamed Reek by Ramsay Snow, Clay struggles to find an authentic identity. Now, the funny thing about that is Jason Whitlock used to work for Clay Travis, so that's like a shot at his old boss. (laughs) All right, Greta Thunberg is Arya Stark, an impossible-to-believe media creation. The tiny fantasy heroine slays the Night King, thwarts global colding, and stands as a symbol of girl power. <laughs> Tucker Carlson. <laughs> yeah. Tucker Carlson is Jon Snow. He has King's oh, blood. Fuck right off. <laughs> he has King's blood, but chooses to be the champion of the Night's Watch, rising to Lord Commander of the men maintaining the wall at the border. 
Governor Ron DeSantis <laughs> yeah. and Carrie Fun Lake. Fact, John Snow was a white supremacist as well. Exactly. Uh, Ron DeSantis and Carrie Lake are Viserys and Daenerys Targaryen. Conservatives are anxiously waiting for the Targaryens to take back the Iron White House throne. Finally, guess that makes me George R. R. Martin. I'm still working on how this all will end. Stay tuned. Wait, so if the analogy plays, then he believes that he himself is God. Essentially, yes. Yeah, he he is like what what I like to imagine is how long it took him to write all of that out, and clearly he like lost the thread multiple times in there, <laughs> forgot forgot who he had referenced. But the smug satisfaction when he got to the end of that of like, hmm, well, I guess this is everybody I can think of right now. I guess that makes me George R. R. Martin. Yeah. The satisfying like like publish thread click that he had to have. <laughs> Like he's just so unself-aware. It's it's incredible. I wonder if he knows that you can save something as a draft and then edit it from there. So if you really want to like make your analogy actually make sense, and like you can well, rework it. You could also just shut the fuck up. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like it's it it was so it see. But Ryan, that that's the thing. Like he he thought he nailed it. Like that's the yeah. funniest part of it. Like he hit publish. Yeah, no draft necessary. He nailed oh, it. Oh, absolutely not. Like, what are you talking about, dude? Like, what do you mean edited? That is edited. Like, that's probably the sixth uh, or seventh. God draft doesn't of that. make mistakes. Exactly. <laughs> it's it's his universe. Yeah. That's the end of my topic list. Vic, do you have a topic? I kind of have a topic, but I, I got to look it up. Unless you guys know. I saw a uh, a thing about this collaboration between the band The Lucid. Do you know the, who The Lucid is? I do not. I know The Lucid Furs. No, yeah, well, The Lucid Furs are fucking awesome. Probably way yeah, better than this band. But uh, The Lucid is, it's got Dave Ellefson from Megadeth plays Oh, bass. the guy who was uh, ousted for talking to underage girls. That's the one, yeah. All and right. And also, like, a bunch of other people from... They're, like, a super group. Uh, the drummer plays in Monster Magnet, I think? Or Fear Factory is what it is. And he also plays for Raven, who happened to... I that's got a chance very, to hang out with him. That's a very random band-to-band uh, -band thing. Yeah, anyway, so they did a collaboration with Violent J from ICP. <laughs> Wait, he does. He plays in a band with Violent J. No, the band The Lucid did a collaboration. with Oh, Violent a collaboration. J. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Okay, so yeah, The Lucid uh, has Dave Ellison from Megadeth, uh, okay. Fear Factory drummer Mike Heller, who is a guy I got to meet and hang out with when he was playing with Raven. Okay. Uh, they get together with Violent J from ICP, and they do their own version, their own rendition of. Uh, epic by faith no more huh even including changing all the lyrics oh no and changing the name of the song to sweet tooth with an f <laughs> hold, hold on hold on hold there's on, a lot on. there i'm sorry it's there's yeah so I'm much like... there hold on they they, they cover the song epic yeah i don't know if you it, call it a cover they they reimagine it so they weird out it they it's like a parody but they weren't like going they, for something funny i wish there was a word that's weirder than weird 
Okay. <laughs> they weirder B- Al. Bizarre, extra weird. Bizarre, bizarre Al. <laughs> bizarre Al. <Aldit. laughs> Hold on. I don't understand. So it's all the same music. I guess. But yeah, instead of like singing the lyrics to the song, I think Violent J like Wrapped freestyles it? over it. Oh. That's oh, oh, that, man. I, okay. So, so. They, it's a collaboration. So the band, the Lucid and Violent J collaborated on a cover that changes all the lyrics <laughs> and the name and the, the name. That's, that's, that is, that is bold. Uh, yeah, that's why I, I, I say, think cover yeah, is probably if, not the right word. If for I could, whatever if I could be doing. so, you know, controversial as to say that is bold to do. <laughs> Uh, particularly with like that it's song, a like that's for sure. It's a choice for sure. Like that is a extremely well known song. Um, Vic, you got to play this. Like you, you got to give the right. listeners All some right. kind of audio to accompany this uh, this train wreck. It doesn't have to be that long. I'll, I'll fill for time here. Um, man, I, did you guys see the tweet I put out uh, not too long ago about Violent J? I think it was Violent J. Who's the other one in ICP? Violent J is the bigger dude. Shaggy Two Dope's the skinny guy. Yeah, it was it was Violent J, the butterfly that all their albums are dedicated to the butterfly that they accidentally killed (laughs) as a child. (laughs) (laughs) All the ICP records are. I thought you were just going to say they did cover a Crazy Town song. No, 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 no. So this is uh, so if you read Violent J's Wikipedia entry, he talks about how as a child they found this beautiful butterfly and they loved it so much and they put it in a jar, but they forgot to put holes in the lid and they killed it. And they felt so bad about it that it kind of molded their outlook on life about how you should do nothing but bring like love and positive energy. That's how they did the the carnival, the magic spirit carnival. Exactly. Exactly. That the, the, so each, each album is dedicated to the butterfly. (laughs) Like that's, that is in the Wikipedia entry. It's such a funny read. It's so good. Oh, you find it, Vic? Yeah. Sounds like the original. It's like they're trying to sound like Mike Patton, too. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> you get it. I get the that's, point, Vic. <laughs> man. That's me. I wonder if at the end of the video, instead of a fish flopping around, it's a butterfly. Like, it's a butterfly in the jar in slow no, motion. No, it'll be a caterpillar. Caterpillar, yeah, flopping around. Anyway, I, can't get no I saw that... Uh, I saw like the headline or something about how silly this whole shit was. And I was like, who the fuck is the lucid? And I saw Dave Ellison's face. I'm like, I know who that is. And then I saw a guy in the lineup. I was like, why does that guy look so familiar? And then I looked at on my Instagram. There's a picture of me with that dude. I'm like, so the six degrees of Kevin Bacon, whatever. I hung out with a guy that plays in a band with Dave Ellison. And yeah. 
and Shaggy Two or Violent J, whichever one he is. Man, <laughs> see, hey, see if you can get uh, Violent J on the podcast. Uh, let's see I, if we can get him to do a Beard of Antlers song with us. <laughs> <laughs> How fucking sick would that be? <laughs> okay, all right. Genuine question: We get approached by one of the members of ICP. <laughs> Okay, we we I feel like, like this it, isn't we, that far fetched, honestly. They're, they're, they reach out to their agent, reaches out to us, and is like, "Yo, guys, were on tour last year. They discovered your band. Really fucking dig what you guys do. Thank you. Uh, they really, really want to see about collaborating on a track. Um, what do we answer? Hell fucking yeah. fuck yes. I mean." <laughs> I don't know how to say yes more than I... I mean so it just, more than you I'm could saying say, it. No, you can just say, whoop, whoop, my brother. Whoop, whoop. <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, okay, I would, I would... I'm not saying that I would vote no, but I'm oh, saying I you're would like... you're not going to ruin this for us. So. Dude, <laughs> well... Vic's already mad at me for this hypothetical come, situation come on, in son. which I don't emphatically yell, whoop, whoop. <laughs> oh, yes, this is correct. Will, yeah. will, will... <laughs> Say will say whoop whoop right now. <laughs> they make diet fago. Okay, that's all I'm they saying. They do. Okay, if if I get paid in diet fago, I'll do it. Okay. God damn. You'll it. get paid in diet fago and butterfly posters. Aww. <laughs> Ryan, uh, next week I want you to have a fresh list of topics. Okay. Okay. Well, next week uh, I think I also do have a hard cutout time because I'm going to meet Frank Miller next week. Oh so, shit. Yeah. Okay. All right, you I, expect, guys like, I expect him to be a dick. getting brunch, or... <laughs> you, what'd you say? <laughs> I expect him to be a dick. <laughs> oh. oh, yeah, he is kind of known for being a dick, right? Uh, he's just kind of a grumpy dude. Um, I mean, he wrote a bunch of comics I love as a kid, but I'm like, I get the strong feeling he's probably turned into kind of like a... Like a, Curmu- very, a curmudgeon? Yeah. Hmm. Yeah, yeah. A lot, of, a lot of old creators do. Yeah. I will also add, um, keep an eye out for something that I've been asking us to do that it's my bad for not setting this up proper, but keep an eye out for potentially a bonus episode about maybe the worst record I've heard in a long time, which is... Okay. You oh. and Vic have to actually do this. I am go... so... I have listened to the record now. Okay. <laughs> track by track, you guys have to break this shit down. I'm not going to be a part of this. Oh, I there's nothing just... to break down. <laughs> oh, well, I mean, so it's not a metalcore other, album? Other, or... other than our feelings. <laughs> oh, you don't know what it is yet. No, I do. It's Iced Earth. I, you said breakdowns. I no, was no, no. making a breakdown joke. I know you know that it is Iced Earth, but have you heard the album yet? Oh, no, 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 no. Oh, oh. so you don't understand Will, what I the album is. I just want you to is. listen to at least two songs, Will. <laughs> yeah, I, okay. at least do you, two. Do you want us to spoil it? What, what's going on here? Sure. Okay. Is it about January 6th? Oh, okay, so I don't think anybody from Iced Earth wants to do anything with John Schaefer anymore. So okay. what he did was he... Uh, he took all of the old classic Iced Earth songs and he made them real mellow, atmospheric, and he does spoken word the lyrics on top. Oh my god! <laughs> it, under under the name Iced Earth. Yes. Yes. Wow. Okay. So for our listeners who might not remember or know because they're not as deeply in the weeds on metal and you that have, whole you world, have lives, uh, AK. yeah. John John Schaefer uh, was at the Capitol riot. On January, apparently 6th. he's a founding member of the Oath Keepers. Okay, yep. <laughs> all right, awesome. So uh, apparently, like th- that was like one of the you know him and the dude from Mister Show. Uh, I can't Jay remember Johnston. that. Jay Johnson. Um, 
they were like some of the more well-known uh, people, yeah. like just celebrities. Schaefer, that Schaefer were there. is in the, uh, like one very no- notorious photo of them. Him just like pointing and yelling at yeah. the camera, looking like That's a very right. angry grandfather. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, so okay, so he's done a he's taken I so. That dude was he lost, the guitar player? Or? He's the, yeah, he is. He is the mastermind behind it. That's basically his band. Yeah, he okay. wrote all like, the songs. Okay. And shit. Yeah, and he basically threw away his entire career. He lost all the members of his current lineup. His label dropped him. His side project broke up. It's like the fucker, bro, bro, bro. When you are breaking up a global cabal that traffics children <laughs> and drinks their blood, if you like that's make small potatoes. Yeah, you got to break a few eggs, brother. Like that's that's. I mean, yeah. in in you know, in pursuit of justice, yeah, of man. the Clinton Foundation. In pursuit so of justice what? is a song from that one Iced Earth album that I was is it? No, <laughs> yeah, more like Smirnoff uh, Iced Earth. <laughs> Ding. Ding. Uh, I was I was gonna read a poem that was plagiarized by Insane Clown Posse. <laughs>